How about that? We don't even have the ESPYs on in here. Who's won? Do we know anything yet? Uh, no. Have not paid attention at all. I don't care. Checks Twitter, looks for a little bit, sees Pat McAfee trending. Oh, it's just going to be about all of the things he says. I love McAfee. Don't get me I wrong. do love McAfee, but we're going to see a lot of him, so get ready. Yeah, I probably won't watch the show now that it's on ESPN, though. Uh, um, I don't know how that's going to work because he likes to use F-bombs a lot. Yeah, it's going to be weird, man. It's going to be... It's going to be strange. Yeah, we're not watching the ESPYs. We are watching Panama in the U.S. Scoreless right now, nil-nil, 66 minutes, 34 seconds in. Our new main man, Luke Longley, he has the under. He has an under parlay going on, so he's looking good right now. Um, so we're not. Are we? Is that the nickname we're going with, Luke? Is Luke Longley? I don't Luke. think so. Because well, we uh, I've got a different one. We for haven't him. formally uh, introduced Luke to this the world. This is true. Yet. This is true. He's still a secret. You're right. He's still secret. Yeah. So we are. Oh, we're doing it now. You're going to do it now. This is the thing. Oh, he's no. like. He's like no, Reggie no, no. Bush. We have to wait till Friday. And is the first official. No, wait. Wait till those official Friday. Okay. Day. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're yeah. not there yet. Because then we can really. Yeah. Yeah. Because Friday is going to be fun. It's just going to be me oh, yeah. and Ryan. Yeah, he doesn't know about Fridays. There might be some hazing. He doesn't know how Fridays on the show go just yet. What is you and me? Yeah. There's no there's there's no rules. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, there's one rule actually. What's that? There are, there no, are no rules. rules. Yeah, that's, yes. that's that's all you got to know though, Luke. Actually, you, the, do you well, like Luke? Well, you, you know what? We're no, not going to talk. No, to no, you. we're, we're going to wait like until Friday. I've got my nickname for him already. Actually, there is one rule: no touching of the hands and face or the hair and face. Yeah, and that's it. And that's it. Yeah. I Anchorman know, Two was so disappointing. Anchorman One was so great. Anchorman Two was terrible. It was one of the worst sequels of all time. And that's saying something. And that is saying there's not something. many good sequels out there, except uh, that's for The Godfather 2, which is better than the original. Bad Boys 2 was great. Bad Boys 2 is great. Uh, you know what? Ghostbusters 2 gets a bad rap. Ghostbusters 2 was good. It's pretty good, but it wasn't better good than se- the original. Of course, that's fair. It's hard to do. Uh, you know what? Back to the Future 2. Come on, man. They had the flying cars. Biff had the sports almanac, and yeah. then he ends up winning every single bet, and he builds a whole town. What would you do if you had the sports almanac, and you could win every single bet? What would you do with all that money? Mm. Probably like nothing, honestly. I well, would live on the That's the I most would, boring answer possible. I would live on the beach and oh, just well, like you'd still be doing something. You'd be living on a beach and probably buying an island. Yeah. I would have a boat. I would definitely be on the water somewhere. Um I would probably want to switch it up though and move somewhere new like every three to four years. Okay. Eat a lot of food. All right. I'd probably as crazy as it sounds, just gamble more. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just play more table games though. I wouldn't want to know the results. I w- I wouldn't want that to happen. I mean, all the money in the world sounds great, mm-hmm. but what's the point of betting games or gambling if there's not the uh, if like there's not like the possibility of losing? When you think well, about you it, you want to build what... up that bankroll first. I, Imagine no, that bankroll. I know. I know, and then I know I you know. get the all. Remember, the sports almanac was what fifty years. I think it ended in two thousand. Yeah. Right. Two... Wasn't it nineteen fifty uh, to two thousand? Yeah, I think that sounds about right. So yeah. So after that, he had no more. So you That's have the true. bankroll, and then you're actually betting on your own. And then people start to go, "Why do you suck?" After you used to be so good, you hit everything. Yeah. I'd start selling picks in like '99, and then just completely fall apart. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and yeah. feel like you know what? Retiring from the game right now. It's over. Yeah. No more for me. Yeah. But man, that would be. That's a good point. You just build the bankroll, and then you could do whatever you want. Hmm. Oh, one more sequel that I actually like better mm-hmm. than the original while we're on the topic. Go ahead. I actually like Rocky 2 better than Rocky 1. Spoiler okay. alert, because he loses uh-huh. uh, in the original Rocky, but he goes the distance. That's the point of the story, as most know. You know, he's the ultimate underdog, goes yes. the distance against uh, uh, Apollo Creed. Mm-hmm. Jesus, losing my mind. It's okay. Yeah. It's a and Wednesday. Part two, though, he wins. I liked watching Rocky win as a kid. What a spoiler. What you know? a spoiler. Yeah. Come on. He wins all of them after that. <laughs> you know? All right, you want to look at some uh, some National League win totals? I do. We did some American League win totals yesterday. The Braves are sitting at 60 wins right now. Yeah, their, their updated win total now is 104.5. But 
It's even money to the over. The unders at minus 120. Mind you, this is a team that really doesn't get talked about. They are the best team in the in the entire majors. The Braves? Yes, the Braves. Do. They are the best team in all of Major League Baseball. Yeah, man, and I would still, I couldn't go under here. I don't really want to run to play the over, but I would lean over if I was going to do anything with the Braves just because I don't think they take their foot off the gas, right. man. Like, I don't, they're so stacked. You look at the rotation, you look at the bullpen, not a whole lot of weaknesses. It's going to be interesting to see if they add anything at the deadline mm-hmm. because you look at them, they're the best team in the National League. You look at the AL, you can make the case for like four or five teams to get hot and maybe make a run this postseason. You look in the National League, at the National League, and it's like, I'm not ready to say the Marlins are for real. The Phillies could get hot, especially if they make some moves or just, you know, get healthy, um, stay healthy. But, man, like, who after that? The Central stinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the Dodgers, but, like, that's name. I think they'd have to do something huge at the deadline. Um, the Padres are the biggest disappointment in all of baseball, oh, by in far. my opinion. Maybe the Giants, but... Yeah, just I don't think the Braves check out the rest of the way, so I'd probably lean over still. They're the real deal. They, I mean, coming into this year, they have the 23rd toughest schedule. So the win percentage the rest of the way against their opponents, just 491. They have 73 games left. They've got three left against the Marlins, who right now actually have their win, updated win totals 87.5, minus 110 both ways. they got 53 wins now at the break. But Atlanta the rest of the way still has four more against the Dodgers, three against... Um, Arizona, six against San Francisco, has been one of the hottest teams in the majors heading into this break now. Yeah. And then, of course, they've got seven against the Phillies and Yankees. But here's the other side of things. They got three more against Colorado. They put the Nats on there as the easy side. Very disrespectful, my Nationals. They got seven against the Nats. They'll win quite a few of those. Three more against the White Sox. Three more against the Cardinals. Seven more against Pittsburgh. And seven more against the Mets. So they got a big chunk against some teams that yeah. are playing really bad baseball. And look, I love the Nats. They're overachieving. That's my team. But like, they're not, they're not a good team right now. So if you're Atlanta sitting at 60 wins right now, to go through 73 more games the rest of the way, and know that you've got to get to you've got to win f- 45 more games out of those 73 that's not out of the realm of possibility at all i don't hate it uh yeah. especially to get even money on the over there yeah like to get even money for the price i i yeah i don't hate that at all a couple different teams that i was looking at so um you know you go up this list really quick and uh where's uh sorry about this. St. Louis is right here they're, so yep. they're a complete disappointment yeah and i was thinking about actually I don't think they're going to end up winning the Central. Um, but, man, they do have a lot of talent, not really in their rotation. I wanted to see, I wanted to wait and see kind of like what was going to happen here before the deadline. But they came out today, their general manager, and said, we're going to trade some guys. Yeah. And yeah. we talked about that last night. Maybe a guy like Nolan Arenado possibly getting moved. Because that bum let you down in the All-Star game. Yeah, he did. <laughs> but, dude, like you look at their remaining schedule, their strength of schedule. And, I mean, I know they're in the NL Central, which helps out a lot. But they have a pretty easy schedule. 21st as far as strength of schedule. Mm-hmm. They have three games against the A's in the interleague matchup. They have two against the Royals, three against the Rockies, three against the Nats, six against the Pirates, four against the Mets, who are struggling, obviously, right now. Um, their live updated win total is only 75 and a half. This wow. is a team that was minus 125 to win the NL Central yep. coming into the season. If they didn't come out and say we're going to probably sell at the deadline, that was one I was looking to jump on. The other one I was looking to jump on and still may is Philadelphia, who I just talked about. 73 games remaining. Not the easiest schedule, but, dude, they have three games against the Royals, seven games against the Nats, six games against the Cardinals, who are probably going to sell, six against the Pirates, who stink, Seven against the Mets, who I just don't think are going to get right. And then seven against the Padres. The Phillies' updated win total right now 
is uh, 87 and a half. 87 and a half. It's minus 105 only to the over, minus 115 to the under. I'd probably lean over. That team's just way too talented. This is what they did I, last I year, too. I kind of like that, too, honestly. I mean, they're sitting at, what, 48 wins right now? Yeah. 48 wins, and you're looking at a team. Six and four in their last ten. Thank you. They've got the ni- they're 19th in strength of schedule. You're going to see Kansas City three more times, Washington seven more, St. Louis six more, Pittsburgh six more. God, the Padres seven more, the Mets seven more times. There's a lot of opportunity there. In fact, I really like I really like the over for the Phillies the rest of the way. Not just because of the talent, but because of that strength of schedule and the really bad opponents they have the rest of the way, too. Another inflated number. I know a lot of people expect them to get right because of all the money that they spent again this offseason and because they'll probably be aggressive at the deadline, even though it looks like they're out of it. They're 6-4 and four in their last 10 games. They're only sitting there with 42 wins, though, on the season, and it's the Mets. 81.5 is their updated win total. Uh, they have the third toughest schedule the, the remainder mm-hmm. of the way, man. Like, they have seven against the Braves. They have three against the O's in interleague. They have three against, I'm sorry, six against the Marlins, three against the Dodgers. Like, that is tough. I don't think the Mets get to 82 wins this season. I mean, as crazy as that would have sounded before the season, well, maybe not that crazy because it's the Mets. I think that's very realistic. And you wouldn't talk about toughest schedules. Colorado has the toughest schedule the rest of the way. They only have 34 wins. Their win totals at 60 and a half. I think you could go under. They may not win 60 games this year. Yeah, which is crazy, The man. toughest schedule left in Major League Baseball, and they're sitting there with 34 wins. Yeah, and, like, it's crazy with Colorado. They have eight because... games against the Dodgers. I know. And and, and I actually oh. went over on their win total again oh, this no. season at 67.5, so that's already a 7.5 game adjustment. I mean, like, you look at the lineup, and they have guys. I don't love their rotation, obviously. Last year was a really weird year where at home they had a winning record, and they hit, like, 283 as a team, but they were the worst, one of the worst road teams in baseball, which makes sense, obviously, like right. horrors. But, yeah, I, I couldn't do anything with them except for go under, even at 60 and a half. I just – and that's why it's minus 110 both ways. You know, in the in the National League, there's just not really a whole lot that you could attack right now just because I don't know who anybody is other than the Braves. You know, I don't think the Braves go anywhere. I would go under on the Mets. I would love to Are go Are you buying over. in on the Marlins at all? 53 wins now, 87 and a half. I would go under 87 and a half, yeah. man. They have the fourth toughest schedule the remainder of the way. And their I pitching mean, staff is still... Like, I, like Al- Alcantara, I have no idea what happened there. Right. He looked like he was going to be the most dominant starter in all of baseball for, like, the next decade plus, and now he has an ERA over four, uh, five, actually. He's been terrible this season. Um, they have three games against the Astros. Three against the Rangers, six against the Dodgers, three against Baltimore, four against Tampa, and three against Atlanta. 70 games remaining. I would go under on the Marlins, actually. 53 wins right now, but mm-hmm. 87 and a half. That's a big number. Yeah. Young How about team. your Cubs? So, okay, they got 42 <laughs> right now. Uh-huh. Five and five in their last 10. I personally won't do anything with it because it's actually right where we started. I just need that 79. 78 and a half minus yep. 110 both ways. I don't know how to answer that because... I mean, if you asked me last week or two weeks ago, I thought, I mean, um, Ricketts came out, or I'm sorry, Jed Hoyer came out, the general manager, and he's like, we're going to buy at the deadline. But now, since then, five and five in their last 10, they're not really like making any ground on the Brewers or even the Reds. So maybe they move Marcus Stroman and get three or four prospects in return. I think they definitely move Cody Bellinger because it's a one year deal for Bellinger, mm-hmm. and he's on fire since he came back again from his injury. Sell high on him. So, high. And I think that's what they probably do with a couple of their guys. Because, I mean, you have you have dudes that you're going to build around, obviously. Nico Horner's really good. I would trade Ian Happ if you could get anything in return. Ian Happ has seven homers this year. Mm-hmm. Suzuki, I believe, has eight. I wouldn't do anything with the Cubs. 
Uh, if I didn't already have their win total over, no. I'd probably go under. Right the now. only other thing you really want to factor in here, too, is who's going to be a buyer and who's going to be a seller at the deadline because that can really dictate the way they go the rest of the way, right? Right. Like, the the Dodgers, I think, are going to be buyers, right? Okay, so let's think oh, about yeah, it. yeah, absolutely. So, right. So, think about this. They've they've really underachieved this year, but they're sitting at 51 wins right now. Win total's at 92.5. The over's at minus 115. Under's minus 105. It's not, there's not really enough there. Like, the price isn't good enough for me to really want to go towards the over. But if you want to talk about a team that you'd at least think, okay, is going to be a buyer that could go on, just go on a complete tear towards the end of the season, if there's any team besides the Phillies, who we both agree is better than what we've seen, but also starting to at least trend up versus the Mets and the Padres, who don't know what the hell's wrong with them, and they just can't seem to get it right. Yeah. San Francisco's trending up. They could be buyers at the deadline. Hell, maybe it's... Well, okay, it's probably not going to be. Let's be honest. They're not going to get Joey Otani. But... It also could be the Dodgers, and that's like that's sort of the one, a couple of things we have to think about too. Here is are these teams going to be aggressive enough where they're better than what their win total is right now? Because we're looking at their roster. I think of the Lakers, what the Lakers did at the deadline, where they were barely in the playoffs. Yeah, they were a seven seed once they actually got into the playoffs, but that team was not a seven seed. That's the reason why they went to the Western Conference Finals because they made all those moves right at the deadline. Yeah, and you know what the Dodgers are going to do at the deadline? The same thing they do every year. A couple of years ago, it was Manny Machado, and they don't mind if they have to just rent a guy for. A year either. You know, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Guess. Like, I don't think Otani happens this year. I think the Angels probably take that into the offseason and do so whatever too. they can to keep them. But the Dodgers will make a couple moves and they will get hot. They'll end up winning that division. I think Arizona's really fun, but I think they're a year away still. And I kept waiting. I keep waiting for the Padres to get right. And it's just not going to happen. Like, it's a bad team and something's clearly wrong in that clubhouse. It's, it, yeah, it's definitely more than what's going on on the field. And I think that's that's the biggest concern with them. And you're right. The Dodgers just the Dodgers will rent players. Yeah. They don't care. They treat stars like you treat pairs of socks. They'll take them and they'll exactly. throw them out, and it doesn't matter. Toss like, them right away. Doesn't matter. The more I think about it, I, I you know what? The Reds are the team in the NL Central. I, I just look at this remaining schedule, man. Three games against the Nats, six against the Cards who could sell, three against the Tigers, six against the Pirates, three against the Mets, and eight against the Cubs. I mean, 71 games remaining for the Reds. I just... I like the lineup a lot more than I like the Brewers. I just like the. I wish the Reds had the Brewers' uh, pitching rotation. It'd be the perfect NL Central team. Well, there you go. <laughs> what if they just combine both the teams? I want to see what they the do. Season. I want to see what the Reds do. But if I had to do something now, like today, I would go over on their updated win total. Like, it's a young team, but they just don't. They don't. Eighty-four care. and a half right now. That's basically thirty-five more wins is what they need. Yeah, I think they get there. I actually. Like I think that. so too. I like that. Eight against the Cubs is very helpful. Seventy-one games <laughs> left. Seventeenth in strength of schedule. Yeah, that's, that's nothing crazy. No, not at all. So you're buying into the Reds now. I like this. Yeah, this is what I, I like done to this see. Weeks ago. Yes. Ago.